Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. It's going to be episode 54, Bullet Wound C, D, E, Autopsy of Andrew Houston. Office of the Chief Medical Examiner, case number Alpha 8335, Autopsy Report. Name of decedent, Andrew Houston, black male, 19 years of age. County Medical Examiner is J.T. Francisco. The District Attorney General is Hugh Stanton, Jr. Anatomical diagnosis, number one, gunshot wound to left hand, entry at gunshot wound A, exit at gunshot wound B. Number two, gunshot wound to left flank, Entry at gunshot wound F. Contusion to left kidney. Bullet recovered. Labeled Alpha 83-35- Foxtrot. Number three. Gunshot wounds to head. Entry at gunshot wound C. Gunshot wound D. And gunshot wound E. Bullet fragments recovered. Number four. Accessory spleens 2. Cause of death, multiple gunshot wounds to head. Narrative of findings. This 19-year-old black male died as the result of three high-velocity, small-caliber gunshot wounds to the head, producing extensive injury to the brain, separating the cerebellum and brainstem from the cerebrum. The gunshot wounds to the left hand and left flank are consistent with large-caliber 38 caliber gunshot wounds occur in some 24 to 36 hours prior to death, i.e. at the time of the initial exchange of gunfire on the evening of Tuesday, January 11, 1983, 38 caliber bullet recovered from left flank. The blood alcohol level is negative. Urine drug screen is positive for the presence of tetrahydrocannabinol which is the active ingredient in marijuana. Autopsies being performed by Dr. Harlan. Autopsy protocol. Autopsy number Alpha 83-35. Case number Charlie 83-165. Name Andrew Houston. Black male 19. Pathologist Dr. Francisco Bale Harlan. Final pathological diagnosis. Primary series. Number one, multiple gunshot wounds. A. Gunshot wound to left hand. Entry at gunshot wound A. Exit at gunshot wound B. B. Gunshot wound to head. Entry in left cheek at gunshot wound C, 61 inches above heel, bullet traversing brain, fragments recovered, traversing anterior to posterior. Number one, bullet fragments of gunshot wounds C, D, and E, traversing base of both cerebral hemispheres, separating cerebellum and brainstem from the cerebrum. Number two, multiple skull fractures by bullets of C, D, and E. 
C. Gunshot wound to head. Entry at gunshot wound D in upper lip, 61 inches above heel. Bullet traversing maxilla, brain, fragments recovered. Traversing anterior to posterior. D. Gunshot wound to head. Entry in right cheek at gunshot wound E. 62 inches above heel. Bullet traversing brain. Fragments recovered. Traversing anterior to posterior. E. Gunshot wound to left flank. Entry at gunshot wound F. 41 inches above heel. Bullet recovered in posterior subcutaneous tissue. 44 inches above heel. Labeled Alpha 83-35-Foxtrot. Traversing left to right. Inferior to superior. Number one, contusion left kidney. Secondary series, atherosclerosis, generalized minimal. Number two, accessory spleens, two. Laboratory, blood alcohol negative. Laboratory continued, oral swabs, tetrahydrocannabinol negative. Urine, alcohol, trace ethanol. Correction, trace ethyl. Urine drug screen, positive for tetrahydrocannabinol. Pituitary, obliterated, gunshot wound. Skeletal, multiple compound skull fractures. Sinuses, gunshot wounds. Brain, gunshot wounds. It's going to be the wound chart. You can see three rounds to the head, left cheek, right cheek, and upper lip. Now, those three rounds were fired by TAC Officer C.R. Summers. You can go back to episode 45, titled Awful Lot of Blood, and look at his statement. If you recall, he said he jumped up on the bed. Houston was hiding under the bed next to the wall in the southwest bedroom. Now, the gunshot wounds with the blue dots, that's the ones fired by Lieutenant R.B. Summers. And you can go back to Episode 9, Lost Opportunity, and look at his statement. He discusses firing the rounds through the kitchen window as Houston was moving north to south, which you'll notice Houston moving through the kitchen southbound his left side would have been exposed. I think we covered that in that episode as well. What we have here is a skeletal diagram. Dr. Harlan's describing each of the gunshot wounds again, their path they took through the body. A83-35, Andrew Houston, microscopic summary. Lungs, Sections show marked vascular and alveolar capillary dilatation and congestion. Most alveolar spaces are filled with a delicate, pale, eosinophilic, proteinaceous material. There are multiple peribronchial accumulations of golden brown macrophages. Numerous lymphatics contain anthracotic material. Left kidney. 
Sections show an area of disruption of cortex with hemorrhage into the parenchyma and adjacent thrombus clot formation above the renal capsule. The intraparenchymal hemorrhage contains numerous polymorphonuclear leukocytes, primarily neutrophils, with focal areas of early formation of lines of zon. The paracapsular thrombus contains well-formed lines of zon with polymorphonuclear leukocytes composed of neutrophils and eosinophils and a larger proportion of fibrin than in the intraparenchymal hemorrhagic material. Brain. Sections show recent subarachnoid hemorrhage without leukocytic infiltration. Gunshot wound A. Entry. Left hand. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen and hemorrhage into dermis and subcutaneous adipose tissue. There is basophilic degeneration in a portion of the dermal SR with a polymorphonuclear cell infiltrate, primarily neutrophils, in epidermis, dermal SR, and subcutaneous hemorrhagic material. The polymorphonuclear infiltrate is especially prominent around small arteries. There are small foci of fat necrosis with associated polymorphonuclear leukocyte infiltration. There is one focal subcutaneous accumulation of reddish-brown hemosiderin pigment. There is intraparenchymal dip. Deposition of pale brown synthetic fibers. Gunshot wound C, left cheek. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen, hemorrhage into subcutaneous adipose tissue adjacent to the bullet tract, and deposition of particular particles of granular black material in dermis and subcutaneous adipose tissue. Gunshot wound D, upper lip. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen, hemorrhage in subcutaneous skeletal muscle, and depositions of numerous particles of granular black material in epidermis, dermis, subcutaneous adipose tissue, and skeletal muscle. Fragments of bone and light blue synthetic monofilament material are present. Gunshot wound E, right cheek. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen, hemorrhage into subcutaneous skeletal muscle, and deposition of particles of granular black material in epidermis and dermis. Gunshot wound F, left flank. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen and hemorrhage into subcutaneous adipose tissue. There is formation of a dermal eschar with basophilic degeneration of collagen and a polymorphonuclear leukocytic infiltrate composed primarily of neutrophils. Contained within the dermal eschar are clusters of particles of granular black material and areas of reddish-brown hemosiderin pigment. Increased numbers of neutrophils are scattered throughout the subcutaneous adipose tissue and around small arteries. Uh, we've got the consent to an autopsy upon the body of Andrew Houston.
this reform, if you remember, that the uh, government wants the next of kin to sign to say yes, they give permission to autopsy the body. Now, this form, it was signed by his mother. Her name's Charlie May Houston. Sergeant uh, Bo Wheeler looks like he's the one that uh, went and got it signed. All right, we've got the recommendation and order for autopsy. This is the official government document that says that we've got to do an autopsy on Andrew Houston, and it's indicating Charlie May Houston is the one that's going to sign. Signed at uh, 12.30 on 1.13.83. Bottom left shows who's getting a copy of the document. Now we've got the report of investigation by county medical examiner. See in the top left there, I've highlighted in red, G7, Golf 7, which was a designation identification for Andrew Houston's body before the body was positively identified, showing type of death, violent comment says shooting, notification by homicide. You see the wound chart, middle of the page. Bottom left, probable cause of death, multiple gunshot wounds to head. You see manner of death, they've got homicide marked. And then at the bottom, it's signed by Dr. Harlan. Certificate of death, Andrew Houston. Shows he was born September 28, 1964, in Memphis. Never married, unemployed. Father's name, Otis Houston. Mother, Charlie May. That looks like Maris. Maiden name. Then Snow Funeral Home took possession of the body. Showing uh, cause of death, multiple gunshot wounds to head. Bottom left, you see it is a homicide. Victim was shot. Homicide analysis sheet. Andrew Houston. Showing time of death, what time the medical examiner arrived at the scene. Showing weapon used, M16 rifle. Now at the bottom you see the master file number, homicide number. We got another wound chart here. Got his designation number I highlighted in red, top left. He was five foot seven. You can see I've marked, highlighted in red, the three gunshot wounds to the head, exit wounds there on the back, and the one in the hand. Bottom left is the clothing he was wearing at the time uh, they did the autopsy. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode. We are uh, done with the autopsies. We'll be moving on to the uh, scene investigation. I may do a little short story regarding the um, suspects in the house. I haven't decided yet, but 
either way, in a few days we will get back together and we'll have us another episode. I do appreciate y'all tuning in as always. I will see you down the road.